Welcome to I Finally Get It. On today's episode, we sit down with Landon Fitzgerald, owner of Perfect Fits. Landon shares how the more he focused on serving others, the more he and his company grew. In studio with me today, as always, Dustin Webb, our producer. I'm your host, Jeff Martin, and here's our conversation with Landon Fitzgerald. Let's get it. It's not really a, a one moment in particular that caused me to say I, I finally get it. I think I'm still figuring it out. I think we all on it. It's a, it's a journey. That's the journey of life. I guess the moment that pushed me forward to where I'm at today and the thing is getting better. I'll have to tell a little backstory on uh, how it happened because it's got incidences in, in, in my life that have brought me to this point all along the way. And I, I steal that from my sister-in-law. She She coined the term. And, and I've taken it because this is exactly what they are, God incidences. There was this one time in particular, I've been struggling. I've been in business for 20 years. So I've been struggling with people and employees. And that's that's really my main struggle. I've been growing a business uh, and trying to just create a culture that's conducive to growing a business and a positive culture, one that I like to be around every day. And I've been kind of seeking and searching, trying to develop myself because I knew it started with me because I was the leader, you know, as scary as that was, I was like, it's all on me to change everything, you know? And and there was this one weekend we went to New Orleans. My my wife's sister was going to PA school in New Orleans. She had this apartment, this apartment complex. She was going to be out of town for the weekend. So we decided to take the boys uh, me and my wife and the boys, and we decided to go for a weekend in New Orleans and, and just hang out, just get away. So we did. I think we went to Dave and Buster's or something. And it was the one day we, I was just like, let's just not go anywhere and just chill by the pool. So we did. And I just, I was throwing my boys in the pool and just playing with my boys. Like the thing I love to do most is spend time with my family. And this guy, he, he came over and he made mention, you know, just the way I was with my boys and I, I had a beautiful family and um, it was cool that he recognized it and he came speak to me and there was just something about him and we just kind of started talking and it was a spirit-filled conversation and uh dude ended up being from Lafayette, living like right down the street. It was kind of one of those God incidents moments where it was like a connection and it was good because we talked about a lot of things. I, I told him why being a father father means so much to me and my life's mission and is to just be the best father that I could be and give my boys everything that I didn't have from my father. That's my true purpose in life, I know, is to be a father. When he came and, and applauded just my family and it's something that means so much to me. We just got in a great conversation, and vulnerable conversation. And that led to just kind of text back and forth once we got back into town. And he does a lot of uh, charity work at the Hub. And I went meet him one evening at the hub, just check him out. And uh, I say all that to say one day he just passed by. He passed by the shop, my office, and uh, he gave me a book. It was called Lead Like Jesus. I'd been reading a lot of John Gordon stuff, just trying to kind of better myself and finding my way through there. And I've been on a spiritual journey ever since 2000 and. 17 since I made my ex retreat. And so I read the book and, and in reading the book shifted something in me. It talked, you know, a lot about, you know, being a servant to my employees and my family. I mean, it helped me business wise and personally, because I think those two go hand in hand. And a lot of times, like I looked and I still do it sometimes to this day, I just looked at my business like it was a prison for me. And I was a slave to my employees, always just trying to make everything better for them, make more money so I can pay them more. And reading that book, it shifted my perspective to more being a servant to them, you know, and looking at it differently. My family as well, you know, um, serving them and all that I do and not not resenting them for all that it takes to keep food on the table and uh, provide a life for them, you know, um, just really 
serving my wife and, and, and serving my employees uh, and my children. And that shifted some. And I, I just really started um, working towards trying to be better personally. And then uh, through my personal development, trying to help develop the people in my organization personally so that they can grow professionally. And that's that's been the goal. That's been what I've work, been working on for the last year, ever since I started working with you, I guess it really came to a head when I thought I was going to have twins and, and I had to, had to really get it together. Um, or I thought my wife was going to have twins, only ended up having one, but still one and another addition uh, is a good bit. But it, it, it made me kind of hit the gas pedal on kind of getting the business set up to a spot where it was it was being taken care of and I didn't have to get on the floor and actually do the work. So I, I know that the only way the business will grow is is through the development of the people in the company and better people will create better t-shirts, which in turn show up in the, the, the customer service at the customer's experience. And, and that's the only way it can really grow. So yeah, that's, it's, a, it's a cycle. So, yeah, I mean, you said it best when you said you, you actually have to serve yourself and take care of yourself so you can actually be of service to your family and your, your team and it pays you back. But that's one of those things I hear a lot is it's all about service. It is. It is. I mean, it, it starts early, early in the morning. I find out I do best with a routine right now. My routine's a little shaky uh, because of the newborn. I found as, you know, as my routine I deviated from that, it affects me. When you say serving yourself, like it's when I say, uh, like I say, starting in the morning, it's a routine. I serve myself by getting into the word the first part of the day, you know, and then um, a little exercise. And then it's the grind of uh, getting the kids off to school, getting them woke up and getting them fed because I, just, I like to serve them, you know, and that's just something that's important to me. Getting the bottles washed for my wife so that way she ain't ain't got to do that throughout the day. I was reading like in, in Holy Grit, a guy, Paul George, he's uh, from around here. He um, I read a couple of his books, but he talks about like the way to sainthood or you become a saint by the way you 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 are at your house and if you serve your household and the people you care about most you know i think it only translates into your your business and you wanting to serve those but you have to serve yourself first to me i have to serve myself first by getting in the word and exercising and giving to myself so that i can give to my family then i can i can give to my employees you know yeah, um yeah. but yeah it's it's service all the way through. And sometimes I don't do a good job of it. I'll get resentful at times, you know, when I, I feel like I'm doing too much, you know, or, um, but I realize in those times that when those resentments come, I realize I'm not, I'm not serving myself. I'm not giving to myself or uh, I may have got out of my routine or like, mm -hmm. like the baby shook me up and I wasn't able to get in, in the word and follow my daily routine. And those sort of things affect me. And so you just got to realize kind of, when you're getting off track and get back on track, get man, back on track. <laughs> get back that's on track and, and start rolling again, you know, find that rhythm. Yeah. Know? Yeah. That's, and that's a beautiful yeah. word, too, because we do have to have those rhythms. Go all the way back, though. Tell me, how did you get in the T-shirt the business? We say T-shirt, but y'all do a lot of stuff. Uh, how did you get into that business? It was, uh, shoot, um, man, one of those God incidences again. I was graduating high school. My mom was in the, um, she was a secretary in the oil field. And my stepdad was a boat captain. He was gone a good majority of the time, at least 
two weeks at a time. And she was a secretary. She was really unhappy and she wasn't making much of anything. And it was my cousin's boyfriend at the time's mom who owned the business. Uh, and she was trying to get out of it. It was a little silk screening company that had one little manual machine and two ladies that worked for her. And she was offered an opportunity to purchase it. And me being a, um, a gung-ho uh, young buck who just really didn't have any cares or worries about failure or anything like that, I encouraged her to just you know, take the leap of faith and buy it. I was going to be on campus. The business was on campus right next to Cafe Cottage on East St. Mary. So I said, I told her I'd help her figure it out uh, while I went to college. And so she bought it. She bought it uh, for 50,000 bucks uh, wow. at 25% interest. Um, Jeez. Yeah. Mid-South Bank. It was, uh, that was back in 02. And so I just helped her through our college. Sue would get the screens ready for me and then I'd come in and print and uh, we kind of ran it like that until I finished school in accounting and until I was able to give it 100% of my time. And in that first year that I was able to give it full, uh, able to be full time, we were able to double the business. So it kind of just kind of took off from there, you know. 20 some years later, you, uh, you, you have a whole lot more than one machine. <laughs> and and twenty something people, right? Uh, a yes, big crew. Yes, sir. Uh, we got actually got our third auto coming in at the end of the month, and uh, we got a couple manuals. So yeah, now we're up to uh, twenty five people now. Mm -hmm. um, we do an embroidery in house. Uh, we do some digital transfer uh, work and advertising specialties and some small signage work. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's grown to be quite. Uh, yeah, a lot bigger than what I anticipated, but always what I kind of dreamed of, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But with that comes all the other the other challenges that I never really thought about. Yeah, it's good, man. I'm uh I'm extremely grateful. I got the best leadership team that I've I've had throughout this 20 year period. I mean, which allowed me to uh, come and do things like this while everything's still flowing. So I'm grateful for that. It wasn't long ago that uh, I couldn't leave the shop and I was on a machine. I mean, shoot, yeah, I, sure. I just got off a, sheet, a machine this past month. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I still like to get down there and uh, help them out whenever we got too much work and we can't get out in enough time. I, I love to go work beside them and hammer out a bunch of work. It's actually my favorite thing to do rather than worry about all the little ins and outs and paperwork and yeah. the things of business. I'd rather just give me a bunch of jobs and let me go knock them out. That's when I have my best days. Yeah. When I, when yeah. I've been down on the floor and watching the production, it is fascinating to see how much you produce and, and how much you guys do for the, the community. Y'all have some people that count on you, not only direct customers, but other companies that are sending you stuff to help produce. Man, I'm going to tell you what, you guys roll. Yeah. It's, it's like my pride and joy. I love, I love efficiencies. I love, uh, I love production. I love to see how much we could get out, uh, while, while maintaining quality. That's always been my thing. How efficient can we make it? And how, uh, how many pieces can we get out in a day, you know? And, uh, how do we make this process to where it flows? You know, it flow was a big thing when we got in the new building, you know, I wanted everything to flow to where it just, everything made sense. And you could see the flow by just walking through the back. Cause we worked so long with just being confined in so much, so, so tight of quarters, you know? So now we're, we're getting back to that spot where everything's kind of filled up again, but, but I love it. I love the efficiencies of it. And uh, I, I, I may push too hard sometimes. That's probably a fault of mine to get numbers, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm just trying to keep 
the lead times um, in a spot where the customers are happy and don't have to go look somewhere else, you know. That's right. But there's only eight hours in a day, so that's that's the real that's the real struggle. Have you ever thought about like multiple shifts or or? I would I'd love a- to do that. I just I can barely find the people to to take care of one shift, and definitely don't want to stay up at night worrying about if the, if the building's burning down yeah. or if anything's <laughs> going on yeah. at night. So uh, I'd rather keep the shift that we got. I'd like them to to make more and give them opportunities to make more, you know, whether it be just an extra hour a day, but I get it. I mean, that way they can make overtime, but, but I get it. I understand they have families and they want to be home as well. That's right. That's right. So I just, I kind of leave it up to whatever we can get done in a day. And it is what it is after that, you know? So that's why, that's why I got the new machine in order to be able to get more out of that eight hour stretch, you know, and then hopefully, uh, hopefully if one day it comes to, you know, we get enough people to where we can run a second shift. That would be fantastic. It, yeah. Might make sense. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Maybe so. It's amazing with all the people you have working with you. And you mentioned your leadership team and they are spectacular. Uh, it, it's funny because everybody is on a journey. So every member of your team is on their own journey. I think it might be great if they listened up or, or heard that, Hey, it's about service and they serve themselves, serve their families and serve the teammates that they have at perfect fits. And that would even help, you know? Yeah, I'm definitely trying to get, uh, I mean, we're, we're working on that together. Um, just trying to create, uh, more coaches, you know, um, yeah. trying to get those leaders in their, uh, in the organization to see, you know, that their, their coaches and their job is, uh, to help make, um, others, uh, that they're working with better. That's really the point. If we can all kind of like last year, last week, my message was, I was listening to, uh, a message from Father Smith. He was talking about, uh, seeing a need and feeling the need, you know, um, so I like to bring them something on the Monday morning meeting, you know, when I meet with the whole group, um, all of the employees that could be of some value to them, uh, that I found some value in, you know, and, uh, Last week, it was see a need, fill a need. You know, it was like when you see the trash can overflowing in the bathroom, you know, like you see a need, fill a need, pick up the bag, wrap it up and go, go throw it in the trash and put another bag in. Like, I mean, we can't we can't build a good, solid team if people aren't doing the little things like that. Then they're letting paper just just roll over the trash can and onto the floor. It just. It just, it doesn't sit well with me and it feels like it's just, um, I mean, it's outside of everything I'm trying to build, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that I've been working on or that we've been working on the whole team for a year. You know, it's all about trying to build a, a team that works together. And if one person is just going to wait for somebody else to, to, I mean, and who, who can, who can put paper in the trash when it's like falling over the trash can? It's just not the type of people that, that we want. And, um, not to say that they're, they're, they're bad people, but they just need to be called out. And, and we need to understand that we all got to, if we see a need, fill a need. If you go to eat and you got a dirty plate, don't leave it in the, di- don't leave it in the, um, the sink. Wash your own dishes. Mm-hmm. Like we're not here to wash your dishes, you know, even in the back, like something's out of place or, 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 or some paperwork falls on the ground. 
pick it up. If you see a need, fill a need. You know, and like if if you do the little things like that, man, it makes a tremendous difference, man. They all add up. And the funny thing is I find that it makes you feel good. You you know what I mean? Sometimes I feel like I'm the only person that actually returns their buggy to the (laughs) at at the grocery store and puts it in the thing. They're, They're everywhere. But I feel pretty good about that because I know I'm contributing. Dude, it's 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 true, man. Like it felt so good. Like last week, like after after I made that comment and talked about seeing the need, feeling the need, and made the specific reference to the trash can in the bathroom, you know, they were like when I walked through the shop, there was one person that came out of one bathroom with a bag and another person that came out the other, and I'm like, nice. Praise God. I'm like That's right. I mean, all I had to do was say something, like, and then all of a sudden everybody sees it, you know. So I don't know how long that'll last, you know. But it's uh, infectious, though. But I mean, it, you know, people will start seeing that and and want to want to start contributing too. I think. Yeah, I mean, because like I, I put the bags in the bathroom, you know, like mm-hmm. in for them, and and you know what they did. They, what what really got me was a Friday I was leaving, and it happened to me. The trash can was full, and then we have this this this. Uh, like um, grocery store bags right next to the toilet, right? So that's what we used to, to put in the, uh, instead of buying trash bags. Mama taught me that when we that's was young. Right. That's we, right. we saved money, you know, like we used those bags. And well, so the trash can was full up. So they started putting trash into <laughs> the, the, the bags. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so like I go to reach in to get another bag and I'm, I'm, I'm touching used <laughs> paper and I'm like, and I was like, man, I, I was at my wits end. I left Friday and I was aggravated, you know, I was really, I was like, like, man, all this work I'm doing, try to build a positive team. I mean, people can't even wrap up a trash can and put another trash bag in it. Well, like, they're they're kinda, doing it now, though. But, but <laughs> hey, but look, when I but but it led to a positive, and, and I heard a message that weekend that that played into that. You know, the see the need, feeling the need that I was able to, you know, to speak with them about on Monday, and it and it and it changed for the good. And That's right. Hopefully, that change will stay. But uh, but we'll continue. We'll be, we'll continue to work work towards towards that for sure man it's just doing the little things man and that's what i try to get i'm trying to just just caring about a job caring about i mean if you can't do those little things you're not going to do the bigger things you know good so that's kind of a a light bulb moment you know everything matters especially the little things because they add up so that's that's a very good point right there so you've been at this game for 20 something years what's the future of perfect fits what's the future look like i don't know i'm sorry i'm in the middle of figuring that out um I'm kind of uh, more so now than ever now that I'm I'm able to kind of get off a machine and not be in the day to day as far as uh, producing and production. Um, those are the things that I'm kind of I'm kind of looking towards uh, networking with other industry professionals, you know, that uh, that are bigger than me, you know, that can uh, offer me some expertise mm-hmm. um, and some just some uh, advice and some um, guidance. Um, on just the trends uh, that they're seeing in, in their different areas, you know. I mean, we're just going to continue to try to be the best at whatever it is we're doing. Uh, mainly, silk screening is our, our biggest profit center, our biggest revenue maker and generator. Better in our team, um, continuing to better our team so that way that, that shows up in, in the, the product that we produce and uh in the in the speed in which we produce that product mm-hmm. those are the those are the really f- things I'm truly focusing on before I focus on anything else serving the customers is is what matters and they want their product quick and they want it 
to be quality. Absolutely. Uh, the name of the game. It's the name of the game. That's how we built Perfect Fits. We're going to focus on being the best of that, keep our head down, you know, um, and then through through networking with some of these industry professionals, who knows? We'll see where it goes from there, you know, uh, to be continued maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe don't be surprised another. how much you're going to be able to give them. You know, because you you have a, an awful lot of experience, and you know that's what this show is all about: is helping people avoid challenges that they may hit. So, what what kind of business tip would you give somebody who's out there trying to make it today? First, keep your head down. Uh, keep your head down and just do what you say you're going to do. Easy as that. If you do what you say you're going to do in this world, it goes so much further than you would ever realize. I mean, yeah. that's what Perfect Fits was built on. People wanted a product and they wanted it for a sp- certain certain time uh, and they wanted it a certain way uh, and we delivered and we never didn't deliver. A lot of times to my de- my physical detriment, my mental detriment, uh, that's a whole nother story, uh, you know, whether it had to stay up all night or not when we didn't have any employees, you know, you just... But if you're a person of your word, I think that goes really, really far um, today because a lot of people just uh, they're not. They're yeah, not. They'll yeah. tell you one thing and they'll do another. Never think you got to figure it out. Like continue to grow personally and professionally. You know what? Uh, I mean, keep keep reading, keep learning, keep seeking um, spiritually, um, mentally. Um and just just trying to be a just a better version of yourself. It's really it's really what it boils down to, you know. And a lot of that's done by diving into the word, you know, and trying to figure out, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. who that best version of yourself was that God created you to be, you know. And you got to seek and search for that. You can't get complacent, um, and you got to do what you say you're going to do. Yeah, no doubt about it. I appreciate that. That's very meaningful, and you're right. I think of uh, Father Blessing. I don't know if you know Howard Blessing. Yeah, he was on my ex retreat. He's, uh, he, he's one of those that says that, that dude, man. life is a journey, and you get to the end, and right there on your deathbed, that's when you go, ah, oh, I get it. <laughs> so so that's really a I finally get it moment. Is But you really that's don't it. figure it all out until it's right there at the end. That's exactly right. It's the journey, and you got you to gotta enjoy the journey. I mean, it's not, it's not always enjoyable, but uh, you get those moments of just uh just pure joy when you kind of a lot of it comes whenever you continue growing and you look back at what who you were and where you came from you know and and uh and all the guys blessed you with uh today i, I get those moments when i'm just with my family um mm-hmm. just kind of looking at my kids and i think i think that's what it's all about it's 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 the journey of uh the journey of becoming you know and you won't become until you reach a final destination um, in heaven. And uh, But the journey there is, shoot, it's about enjoying the ride. That's right. That's right. Yes, sir. That's great. As you deal with people and, and you do all day long, your team members, uh, customers, and uh, prospects, when, when people engage with you, how do you leave them different and better than before they met you? I just try to be me. I'm not good with just small talk. Mm-hmm. Small talk just doesn't do it for me. It's, 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 it's pointless to me. I mean, it's necessary a lot of times when it's passing and you got stuff going on. Hey, how you doing? It's good. Yeah. It's good. But I'd rather just more, um, personal conversations. So, um, I would say that maybe I'll do a, a good job of, um, I don't know, being vulnerable really and truly, um, being vulnerable, um, 
letting them know that I struggle. I, I could always see kind of struggle in people, I guess, because I come from a lot of struggle. Um, and, and I don't know, I have a just a, a tendency to just want to help others um, and make them feel like it's just it's 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 going to be good because maybe I'm talking to myself and telling myself it's going to be good all the time. So uh, I need to, to extend that positive reinforcement out to others, you know, so um, I don't know. I like to I'd like to have genuine conversations with people. And when I ask them how they're doing, I genuinely am concerned with how they're doing um, and want to know more about them, you know, and uh, I just try to give them the attention that I would want to be given. And the truth is, when you give them that attention, you're serving them because you're allowing them to tell you where they are, you know, and then you can love them where they are, where, wherever they are. And, and that is service, too. So you talked about some of the challenges that, you know, you, you've been faced with challenges. Any challenges in the business um, that you've overcome and kind of figured out that somebody else might be challenged with out there? That's a daily deal. Um, challenges come up. I'm trying to think of significant challenges in our industry. I mean, pretty much manufacturing, you know, is the dealing with the people and managing people and trying to get the most out of people. I mean, I'm still a work in progress. And, and it always will and be. And it always yeah, will yeah, be, you know. Yeah. So it's just trying to create better managers, you know, uh, mm -hmm. better leaders, uh, better coaches, uh, whatever you want to call them. I believe they're more coaches than anything, you know, if they can be good coaches. Uh, and, and, and that's kind of gets me excited is like, I don't know. It gives you an opportunity to go back to the sports where I enjoyed, you know, that was probably my most enjoyable time in my, my earlier years, you know, being on a team, you know, so just creating that, that, that team environment, relying on people like you really, uh, that, that can help me and guide me when I was at my wits end, you know, lost and just, just kind of gave up on, you know, what to do or how to spend the culture and create an environment that was great for all of us, you know, and, and positive for all of us. You got to reach out for help sometimes, man. You can't do it all your own. And, and that's probably my, been my biggest problem um, throughout my life. Uh, you know, I've done, always done everything on my own and never reached out for any type of help, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, it's lonely if you do that. It's very lonely and it takes a long time to figure stuff out because yeah. often somebody from the outside can look in and see something that we, we either don't see or we're too deep in it or we have blind spots, you know, as, as we go along. Because and uh, I, I love what you said, though, about you can't do everything on your on your own and, and you're used to doing things on your own and figuring it out. That's how you get exhausted, though. You know what I mean? It's, it's, people want to help. And so, uh, and you've done a great job of doing that. You, you did great today. Thank you, brother, for coming on. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for joining us this week on I Finally Get It. For more light bulb moments like this, subscribe so you never miss an episode. Check out our show notes at ifinallygetit.com and learn more about what Landon's up to today. Join us next week when we sit down with Bruce Brown and he shares the moment he finally got it. If you are someone you know, owns a business and, and you're willing to share your light bulb moments so it helps a fellow business owner, reach out to us at jeff at ifinallygetit.com.